Hey guys, all right, Steph here. I'm so excited to start this first official episode. This podcast will take a deep dive into relationships, modern dating, reality TV, and well, life as we know it in our 30s. Um, I am 31, living in Tampa, Florida. I am going to probably bring a friend on each episode to talk 30. Um, I can't wait to learn a lot more about each of my friends. Um, So let's get to it. I have a great guest on today. All right, guys. So I have Lauren here. Hi. (laughs) This is happening. I know. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. Okay. So tell my one viewer or viewer, one listener, which is my boyfriend. (laughs) Hi, Frankie. Thanks for listening. Um, About yourself. Yeah. Tell us a little about yourself. Yeah. My name is Lauren. Um, I'm 30. Well, I'll turn 34 next Friday. Very excited. Mid-30s, coming close. Um, I work for K4 still. I've been here for eight years, originally from Miami. And my Instagram handle is lhunsaker16. So, Frankie, if you have single friends, they can slide (laughs) into my DMs. Um, Yeah, single, dog mom, two dogs. Okay. So I thought that was funny that you just like showed your well, you shared your Instagram <laughs> handle. Okay, I just I have a crazy story that happened today. This is what I wanted to tell you earlier. So I'm on my LinkedIn mm-hmm. and I'm just like you know doing my job since I'm a recruiter. Um, <laughs> I get a message from a guy and he said, "Hey, I you know I saw that you're a recruiter. Do you do resumes by chance?" And I was like weird I do actually do resumes on the side it's more freelance when you know after hours of my job and um you know this is what it costs yada 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 and he was like excellent um I'll send you right my resume sends me his resume I give him my email address and he sends it and then I follow up with like my questionnaire because I have a questionnaire I send Mm -hmm. then he texts me because in my signature line in my email is my number right so you're a professional (laughs) I'm a professional <laughs> being, and I have my LinkedIn handle there too. So I'm like, yeah, perfect. Uh, he, he texted me. He's like, hey, this might be easier for us to chat, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, awesome. Yeah. What, like, I will get your resume to you Thursday, Friday, and probably hear my dog in the background. <laughs> Just he's pit pattering downstairs. Um, and so he was like, hey, listen. Um, I'm looking for, you know, just like another career move, whatever. And then he was like, Are where do you live? Um, I live in Hyde Park. I'm not gonna tell you where he lives. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm like, I live in Seminole Heights. And he was like, Oh, I have friends that live there and my ex, LOL. And now I'm like, I shared the story, by the way, with Frank, just letting you know because this gets weird. And I was like, What a weird. This is weird. Oh, yeah. And then he was like, Do you want to maybe grab a drink sometime? If you're not single, and I was like, if you're not, if you're single, single, you're not oh, single. Yeah. it's like, uh, are you invited to a threesome today for LinkedIn? If you, if you are single, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not single. I've been dating my boyfriend now about a year, but you know, um, I do have lovely single friends. I was gonna say, um, throw yeah. him my LinkedIn handle. So is this guy just trolling LinkedIn right now? So I'm not even going to lie to you. This has not happened to me because none of the good stuff happens to me. Um, LinkedIn is like the new 
sliding into the DM situation, supposedly. Yeah. And I feel like, too, a lot of people now, this is going to sound so creepy, um, but when you're dating online, like, you totally background check the person in your own way. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people look at LinkedIn. Like, that's one of the first places they go to. And I just don't like it because you can see who creeps your LinkedIn profile. I, absolutely. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so it weirds me out because, like, I haven't made my – you liked me, but I haven't made my mind up about you yet, so I want to look at you on LinkedIn first. But then you're going to know that I looked at you, but this is total girl going down. Yeah, a little rabbit hole. Down, down path. Well, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of LinkedIn stalking when you're especially dating a guy because I'm not going to lie. You want somebody who has a buttoned-up career – and you, LinkedIn's the best with that. And they usually put their best foot forward on LinkedIn with their degree or like their, what their career history is. And I don't know, I think that's a huge for me is like work ethic and stuff. Oh, so yeah. I won't lie though, my, I just changed my picture. My picture was for my 22nd birthday. I mean, I don't think I've aged <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm, not even, nice. I'm not even joking. Um, but I think like four months ago, I updated my picture to a recent photo, but it was a photo from my 22nd birthday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> do you share that? Okay. <laughs> we got to lead into this then. Like, what do you like? So talk about like modern dating now, because you are new to this modern dating world. You're, I am new. Um, for all you one listener out there, Frankie, um, <laughs> if you're not dating. <laughs> yes, I am new. So I was in a relationship for five years. I was engaged. We ended the engagement. Um, and I took a year to myself. Just, I mean, I bought a house and like there was a lot going on. Um, but <clears throat> I decided to get back on the horse like the end of February. And I signed up for. Hinge and Bumble, which two very different experiences. But I think too now it's this whole COVID pandemic adds a whole nother side to it. Um, it's it's terrifying. It's also exhilarating. It's frustrating. Um, I don't know. It's weird to think that this is like a new norm. And obviously it works. Like we have friends who have met their spouses, uh, you know, shout out Lindsay Garland. Whoop, whoop. Um, I think my <laughs> biggest issue with it is that it has made ghosting okay. Yeah. And like normal. Like if you met somebody at a bar and you're in mid conversation, you don't just shut up and walk away. Mm-hmm. But like you can be messaging back and forth on this app and then crickets. And it's not like the conversation was bad or, you know, whatever. You know, I had one guy, we were chatting and <clears throat> due to some really good internet stalking, found out we had a lot in common. He probably didn't realize how much we had in common yet. <laughs> um, but good conversation. He asked me for my number. I gave it to him. And he like texted me a picture of his dog when he got home from work one day and then I never heard from him again. And at that point, I'm like, why even, like, why, why, why ask for my number? I think, well, this is the thing with dating apps, and this was also a hard thing when I was on them as well. And I did meet my boyfriend, Frankie, on Hinge. Mm -hmm. So I will be a big, I am a big fan of trying it out, um, but I know it's not for everybody. But, like, yeah, it is a paradox of choice, like, right? So the guy could have been talking to, like, 
four other people you didn't know. Oh, for sure. So he might have had that day where it was like, you just hit it off with somebody else real quick, and then they like tailspin it until like this whole yeah. Now they're getting married today. I think that's <laughs> hard too. Is it is overwhelming? Like you're not going to go to a bar and get to like converse with 45 different guys in two minutes, whereas you can literally swipe through 45 guys in two minutes. Oh yeah, on an app. Um, but I think too. It, God, this is going to sound so bad, but you just overanalyze the shit out of somebody Mm -hmm. on their profile before you even like them, whereas you would never do that at a bar. If someone comes up and says hi, you just start talking to them, whereas when you're looking on the app, you're like, oh, you're you're five what? Uh, I'm not going to do that, or oh, your smile is crooked in this photo, or "Uh, like it looks like you have a chihuahua. You know, like there's just so many opportunities to be overcritical. So I think we sell ourselves, not sell ourselves short, but I think one of the things that I said recently to um, Kat, who's also doing online dating, I was like, you know, we really need to get out of our normal box Mm -hmm. and we will literally be drinking with each other and swap phones and swipe, not for each other, but kind of for each other, you know? What is that dating app called Ship? Ship it? Oh, God, I think it's called Ship. Ship you a man? <laughs> Never heard of I, I wish I had that back in the day. Um, no, no, it's called Ship. I think it's by Betches. Um, this is not a sponsor, unfortunately. <laughs> we have so many sponsorship opportunities. It's great. <laughs> but, yeah, you can swipe for your friends. Oh. Um, it's called Ship. S-H-I-P at Betches.com. Well, I will say, and I don't know if you knew this on Hinge, my other friend Ashley is on Hinge. Um, yeah, wait, Ashley? No. Oh, okay. I thought we met another friend, but <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> um, you can share somebody. Okay. So, like, I told her, I was like, oh, my God, there's this guy that popped up. You would be absolutely in love with him. She's like, well, just like him and then message him and be like, by the way, yeah. I don't like you. I just think you'd be good, be good for my friend. I was yeah. like, no, it's so fucking weird. Well, you can actually, on Hinge like click on this little piece or whatever and it says share and you can share the profile with whatever friend you think would be interested. Do they have to be on hinge? They do need to have the app. Okay. Um, you're not going to send somebody somebody if they don't have it though. But Mm -hmm. so she and I have been sending people left and right. I mean, initially I'm like, okay, you clearly have no idea what type of person I'm into. Like (laughs) what the fuck are you sending me? Um, Wait, that leads me into a great question, too. Like, since I've met you, obviously, as you mentioned, you know, I've known your ex-fiance, mm-hmm. you know, and he is a different type. And then, like, the guys that you did before, I met a couple of guys before. They're so different. Like, what the hell is your type? <laughs> like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> Male. <laughs> Male. Job. Male. Job. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I don't feel like I have a distinctive physical type as far as like race or whatever, like anything goes. Um, but just, I, I, everyone's like, oh, well, they need to be hot. That's like, okay, well, what you think is hot isn't what I think is hot. Like my type is Christopher, the love of my life for yeah. at Chris. Eight years. <laughs> yeah. At Chris, I'm ready for you to propose. You just signed a lease on a two-bedroom yeah. apartment. I'll pack my suitcases. Tomorrow. So to my one follower, Frankie, um, Chris is. 
Chris is, uh, Lauren's like, We've been friends for 10 years now. Yeah. But the stars have just never aligned it's, for us. Yeah, the stars have never aligned. But then also, I've met him. I don't know if you remember meeting me, Chris, if you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> I loved you. <laughs> As do I. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I feel like you need some guy that can like test you too and have good banter. Like, I don't know. That to me is super important. Like, I feel like I'm a very sassy. I'm not like I'm not an easy person. I'm very sassy. I know what I want. I know what I like. Um, I have a lot of energy, so I need someone who isn't going to roll over and just like yes, ma'am, mm-hmm. you know, jump how high. I need somebody who's going to give me good banter. Someone who's driven, um, who pushes me to be a better person, not just you know individually in like a human sense, but professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, all those things, but I mean, there's definitely like, yeah, I like tall, I like athletic, I'm super into fitness. I don't really look like it now, but yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> you're like, uh, you're, yeah, you're you're very fit. No, you're, uh, yeah. hard stuff. Um, you're very fit, by the way. You yeah, also wake up at five o'clock in the morning to work out, which is wild. I do, but yeah, and I think that's important going into online dating. And I actually was talking to my girlfriend about this today. She's like, yeah, I'm talking to this guy. I don't really think I'm super into it. He wants to do a FaceTime date. Welcome online mm-hmm. dating, FaceTime dating. Yeah. Um, I just don't I don't I don't think I'm gonna do it. And I was like, why not? Yeah. Like you have a FaceTime date, you might not like them, but you might have it and you're like, you know what? This is great. Like, I went on a date last Friday and I didn't know what to think about it. I wasn't super into it. I'm like, this isn't someone that I would normally go out with. And I had a great date. Yeah. Uh, he did follow up with me. I meant to ask you about that because I have, I have a good, I, I know that's something that Frank and I were talking about seeing if he followed up. Yeah. Yeah. So he did follow up. We're okay. hanging out tomorrow night. Oh. Um, so if I'm invited back on this podcast, I can give all of our listeners, Frankie, uh, Wait, did he, an update. He texted me on Sunday. Okay. Sunday he did. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't get him on Saturday when he was golfing all day. And then Sunday he texted, whatever. And initially we weren't going to hang out at all this week because our mm-hmm. schedules were so opposite. But then, then you invited me to come today instead of tomorrow. Um, that opened up tomorrow night, so we can't tomorrow night. That is awesome. Good. But I never would have gone for him. Yeah, I, I think, well, everybody has, and I think this is where the difference is when you're dating your 20s and you're dating now, right? Like, so when you're in your 20s, well, when I was in my 20s at least, I would go for the looks. I would go for the, yes. yeah, those hot men that I'm like, ooh, yeah, this is great. I like arm candy. So many red flags, but you're so hot. Yeah, so and it's fine. all the shit they do, I'd be like, who cares? Like, I don't you're really hot. care. And then I got to a point I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the actual fuck? I do have a good question about that, too. So, you know, obviously, um, there is, like, a new perspective on that. So, like, what new perspective and attitudes are you bringing to your dating experience now which you may have been different methods and attitudes when you were 25 do you think that you know they are positive healthy changes or have you given it much thought i don't know no i think i you know like after my engagement was broken off i put a lot of thought into why that didn't work which obviously led down a path of previous relationships because I've had serious relationships um 
you know, I was with my boyfriend in college for almost five years. And then I dated Ashley's brother for, yeah. you know, a decent amount of time. And it was a serious relationship. Like, yeah. I wouldn't consider that a fling. Um, and I think it's really, I in my 20s, I never looked back at my relationships and was like, all right, what did I learn from this? It was, all right, who's next? Like, yeah, let yeah. me get back out to the bars. Let me get back out there. Whereas now I really try to focus on, okay, well, what did I learn from this? And even just from dating, like, yeah, I could go on a date with a guy and realize I'm not into this, but I can still learn from that date. Like, well, why didn't I like him? Or what did I learn about myself? Like, maybe I'm super awkward when it comes to certain topics of conversation. Um, I'm really bad at exit strategies. I have learned that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I legit, so God, when fucking quarantine started, I had my first date with this guy, Will. Okay. We will not put his last name in here. <laughs> um, shout out to Will. Yeah, shout out <laughs> Will. He was my very first online date. Uh, you know, football staff for a certain college in the area, like mm-hmm. tall, good looking, definitely, you know, someone who, if I saw at a bar, I would approach and talk to. And we had good banter through our text messages. So the night that we were supposed to go out was the night Tampa shut down the restaurants. Yeah. At like noon that day, they like sent out an announcement, like all restaurants are closing for dine-in tonight. Uh, pandemic dating. I can't imagine this. Okay. No. So I texted him and I was like, he lives in St. Pete. So I was like, hey, Tampa just shut everything down. Like, you know, we can get creative. If you want, I can pick up food and meet you at Curtis Hickson, you know, cause he's not super familiar with this side of the, um, bridge, whatever. So I pick up Yeoman's chicken wings, best chicken wings in Tampa. Shout out Yeoman's <laughs> sponsorship available. Sponsorship um, available. <laughs> but picked up Yeoman's, brought some beers, brought a bottle of wine and we sat at Curtis Hickson and mm-hmm. oh, that's a great date idea. I remember you talking about that. It was fun. And like, I feel like we had good conversation, but then I kind of got to a point where I realized like, unless we were talking about football, which I love, he just wasn't super chatty. Um, but I kept, I kept trying to keep it going. And then I realized we would have been there for like five, six hours. I had to pee so bad. And because <laughs> of the pandemic, none of the bathrooms were open. Oh, so I literally look at him and I was like, yeah, so I really have to pee. So we're going to have to wrap this up. <laughs> Okay. Was he awkward? Was he awkward? I mean, he, he wasn't, but I was like literally about to pee my pants. I'm like, Lauren, like, if you pee yeah. your pants on your first fucking online date, I don't even know. What I'll do. That would be amazing. Honestly, uh, that would be the best story that should happen, honestly. <laughs> so we did go on a second date, but yeah, what happened with that? I don't, I don't know. So this is the thing I have yet to break the second date with anybody. So since you started the online dating world, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely, well, from my, from what I remember, your previous experience, my previous, many moons ago, my moons ago, yeah, before Frankie, yeah, before Frankie, <laughs> I, I remember just, yeah, having like also these extraordinary first days and then you would like not hear from them or you would date somebody because there was a guy I dated or two guys actually before I met Frankie, sorry, Frankie, I, I dated for like two months and it kind of like got to the point where I was like, okay, two months, like, 
are we going to do this or not? Right. And they, one of, one of them broke it off and one of them, I broke it off. It was actually a guy that I was talking to previously before I met Frank Mm -hmm. and I actually liked Frank way better. (laughs) So positive. Um, but I, I felt like it, it was a weird, just a weird, weird experience. Like having to go through that kind of like fumble back and forth and do I, yeah. Well, like you said, like you're on these apps and you're talking to well, I'm not talking. I so first of all, I cannot talk to more than two people at a time. I can't. I can't, even, I can't even remember my, my sober conversations with one person. So trying to keep track of who <laughs> I told what to. Like, no, I have one girlfriend. She's like, yeah, I'm talking to like six different people. Like, no. Wow. But so I feel like you might go out and be like, oh my god, it was the best first date. Blah 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 blah. And maybe the guy feels the same way too, but. The next night, or if you went on like a brunch date, four hours later, he has another date with somebody else, mm-hmm. and then and that one's exponentially better. And like, yeah, it's just this weird, easy accessibility to the grass being greener on the other side, which also makes online dating really hard for your self esteem sometimes. Like, there's been days where, okay, I sent out however many likes this week, and nobody likes me back. And, like, you can be the most confident person in the world, but it's so – it's kind of like, damn. Like, huh. Yeah, you'll have those days where you get, like, yeah. your confidence, like, a little bit boosted, and you're like, I got so many yeah. great combos going, and you'll have a really bad day. So it is, like, weird – a weird kind of experience where you have to almost take a break from it sometimes when you have been trying to put yourself out there. Yes. But, but I do think, like, with the dating app, it's going to be a terrible – but also exciting time to do it, like or exciting experience. That's what I mean. Yeah, because you will meet some such amazing people, and even if the one date does doesn't go as great, but maybe you had a good combo, like, at least you, you get have somebody cool, and you kind of figure out what you like and don't like in somebody eventually. Like, yeah, or they're not cool, and you have a great story. It, yeah, to tell yeah, all your friends, free drinks, hopefully, if they're not a douchebag and they don't pay for it. Well, yeah, or they're a raging alcoholic and throw beer <laughs> bottles at your head or beer cans at your head. Yeah, so, okay, we got to talk about that. <laughs> okay, we got to talk about this because, all right, you've had an experience with a guy just recently from dating, online mm-hmm. dating, not staring any way from way, away from dating online, <laughs> but this is a really horrifying story. <laughs> I think it goes back to show that, like, I don't know, you were talking about how, like, I think about dating now versus my 20s, and, you know, in your 20s, you're like, oh, he's hot, who cares, blah, 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 and I think as women, and every feminist friend out there is going to hate me for saying this, but, like, I feel like it's in our DNA to feel like we can fix somebody, or, like, we see somebody with issues, and we're like, oh, well, like, I can work with that. Like, I'm going to make this person a better human. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's me, but I feel like we as women do that in general. And then I'm a very competitive person, so I hate failure. So I'm like, well, I'm not letting this relationship fail. Like, mm-hmm. I will drag it through the dirt unnecessarily for an extended two years when I knew it ended two years ago, but I don't want it to fail. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so I met this guy on Hinge, and it was, like, during a period of time where I had really been making an effort and was not getting a lot of return on my effort. Um. And Hinge has this great little feature that says just joined when someone's new. So I was like, ooh, he's new, fresh meat. Like, you know, let me get him first. 
Um, I thought he was super hot. Yeah, he was very hot. You showed me yeah. pictures. Yeah. Oh, I didn't meet him in person, like hot for yeah. a hot minute. <laughs> for a hot, hot, hot minute. minute. <laughs> um, yeah, super attractive. And I liked his profile. Profiles are so weird. Like, I don't know. There's all those prompts. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. together you and I could take over the world, be the next Beyonce and Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, gross. I know. Like, you know, really pick like the first that. part of the date. I pick the second. Tacos and Marge. Like, Hey, can can we get a little more creative? And he actually had like a pretty creative profile. So I was like, all right. So I shot him a like. He immediately liked me back and we started talking. And the conversation was so easy. And I hadn't met anyone online yet where we were consistently like it was literally all day, every day. We were just chit-chatting back and forth, like I it was very easy. Like it's been a very long time since I met someone. Shout out, Chris. Um, like the first time Chris and I hung out, we went to a bar after work for drinks, and we were there for five hours just like talking. It's just sometimes it comes easily. So with this guy, it came easily. I was super pumped. Um, he invited me to his house for our first date to cook me dinner, which obviously I was kind of like, uh, I don't really know, but we didn't have options because the restaurants were closed, you know, whatever else. <clears throat> so we hit it off, dating, talking, whatever. Great time. So finally, I'm like, all right, I'm going to introduce you to my friends. And we go out to the, well, we were day drinking. We weren't really eating. He got completely blackout, obliterated. Uh, Told my girlfriend she looks like she dips. Tried to fight James, who is the nicest human being in the entire world. Shout out, James, if you can get American Airlines to sponsor this. (laughs) Free flights all over the country. Not American Airlines. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, trying to fight James and the idiot in me was like, well, he didn't eat all day. We did, you know, like you just create these excuses and he was, I mean, excessively apologetic the next day. Side note, I forgot to add this when we were chit chatting before we met, he was like, Hey, I have something that might be a deal breaker for you. So I'm like, okay, like, are you like three illegitimate children? Like, I don't know. Um, he's like, I don't have a car. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. Like he works for an energy company. So I was like, well, maybe he's just one of these like super environmental people. So like, oh, like, why don't you have a car? Well, the state of Florida doesn't think I should drive. <laughs> <laughs> they told me I like really am not the best driver. <laughs> yeah. So in my head, I'm like, okay, he got a DUI. Like, yeah, sure, sure. I feel like this is horrible to say, but I know a lot of people have had DUIs. I don't feel like it's something that is super, I mean, it is frowned upon. Like you should not be driving <laughs> drunk, but yeah, it's not like I murdered someone unless you did murder I mean, people make mistakes like drunk. one. I don't know. Yeah. This yeah. Is, I don't even one know how time, it's being. like a makes sense. Yeah. Right. You're like one DUI. So yeah. I was like, okay, For fine. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Cat did a background check. <laughs> <laughs> He had three. So, so he cannot drive in the vehicle. So he, state of Florida says he can't drive for five years. Oh my God. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but when I brought it up to him, he was like, well, I got one in college for this. This was the second one, and this is the third one. And in my little head, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, wrong place, wrong time. 
I can think of times where I've dri- driven. Yeah. And had I been pulled over, a thousand percent would have gotten a DUI. Absolutely. Not anymore. I mean, we're all very lucky. I know. But um, so I, I kind of was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, you let it go to the- yeah, I, I that's a tough one because it like his justification around it, right? And like he gave you pretty solid excuses. Right. Um Yeah. So he was super apologetic and I was like, okay. Obviously all the excuses, whatever, I'm going to give him another shot. So we kept hanging out and honestly when it was just the two of us, it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He was so sweet, so attentive, like I was sick one day and had to cancel a date. He shows up at my house with like soup and vitamin C and like just every doing everything right. Yeah. So another two weeks go by and I was like, all right, let's try this again. So <laughs> we decide we're going to do brunch and vintage market shopping in St. Pete mm-hmm. with Ashley. And he actually stopped by Friday night. He met her. She left. He's like, oh, my God, she's awesome. I love her. She's great. So I was like, good. Tomorrow's going to be fun. Yeah, perfect. So we went to the vintage market. We did some shopping. um, And then we went to brunch, had a really fun time, went to another bar after that, drank a little more, and then came up with a game plan. Long story short, blackout drunk again, him. Um, starts talking shit and I was like, all right, Ashley, I'm taking him home. So uh, we go back to my house and I was like, Hey, here's my house key. Go get your shit. I'm taking you home. So he goes in the house, comes out of the house, does not have a single item of his shit, but took two Coors Light cans from my fucking refrigerator, gets in my car. And I was like, is this a fucking joke? Whatever. I'm I'm so livid. I go in, I shove all of his shit in a Publix bag, drive him home, which is like literally not even two minutes. And we pull into his complex and he's like, are we even going to talk about this? I'm like, dude, I just spent five minutes in my driveway telling you why I'm taking you home. Fuck you. Get out of my car. So he grabs his Publix bag and a beer, gets out of the car. And I was like, um, you left your other beer, grabs the beer can throws it across the parking lot. <laughs> Thank God it doesn't, like, this was a full hit beer can. Or if it hit a windshield, the windshield would have shattered. Whatever. <clears throat> so I leave. Five minutes later, he's like, oh my God, can I come over? Can we talk? I'm like, no, fuck you, bro. Like, sleep it off. Whatever. So the next day, I realized he left this, like, giant ship's wheel in my car. And I was like, hey, text me when you wake up. I'm going to drop off your pirate ship. Whatever. <laughs> Why did he have a, uh, a question around this? Like, we're going to get back to this. He bought it for his patio. He thought it was cool. It was like okay. an old wooden. It actually kind of was a cool Okay, piece. that's quite cool. That's yeah. cool. I would probably buy that. Yeah, it was cool. All right, cool. Um, we'll let cool, you cool, buy cool. that, Tyler. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, I'll text you when I get home. I'm walking home now. I'm like, where are you? I dropped him off at home. He was obliterated. Like, where did you go? He's like, oh, I'm walking home from the Hard Rock, which is already driving 25 minutes from his house on a highway. So walking 
is probably like a fucking three hour walk. I don't know. I don't know how fast you walk. I have no idea. I have no clue. I don't know how that translates, but that's a long ass walk. Yeah. And I feel like he thought I was going to offer to pick them up. But I'm like, and he's like, yeah, I can't Uber. Something's wrong with my debit card. I'm like, well, clearly you Ubered there last night. Like, nothing's wrong with your debit card. You were fucking blackout. You blew all your money at the casino. Does he not have, like, a credit card? Like, he can just, like, lean Stop. on? I don't know. And in my head, I'm like, Miss Lauren, you literally cannot make up an excuse for anything. Like, there's no. And he was texting me. He's like, my God, you must hate me. I'm so sorry. You know, please give me another chance, blah, blah, blah. And, like, there's a very small part of me that was like, God, but things are so good mm-hmm. when you're sober. But yeah, so that was a complete shit show. Um, so when there's red flags, AKA more than one DUI, swipe left, don't swipe right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is that's like odd about that. It's like, I don't know. I, I will be honest, like I'm not going to give you shit for – Moving forward with somebody who told you, hey, well, he didn't necessarily like upfront tell you he has three DUIs. He didn't say three. He just said the state of Florida doesn't want him driving. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, which can mean that. But like, yeah, I wouldn't, his justification around it seemed to be pretty normal when you well, were telling me the deep dive about it. Yeah. And I think it's so hard when every other time we hung out mm-hmm. was great. But, my mom will never listen to this podcast but like my mom is an alcoholic so I have a very clear understanding of what the signs are and like obviously there were signs there aside from like I have three DUIs and you know whatever mm-hmm. he definitely has a very addictive personality but there's that part of me that was like but I could like not I can fix him but like oh I'm so sad for him I want to be there for him I want to help him because mm-hmm. he is a very genuine person like he was very thoughtful he was very nice but it gets to a point where you have to be like, okay, enough is enough. Like, right. I'm not going to deal with this shit. So yeah, because it's it's fine. It's all Danny when it's like he's not wasted or yeah. But it's so critical and important for somebody to get along with their friends. And it didn't seem like when he drinks, he can oh my god, himself. my oh god, I think Cat wanted to literally murder him. <laughs> yeah, and that's a big. <clears throat> That's a big thing for me, and I know a big thing for you, um, and most women out there, and men too. I mean, you want your friends and your family to like that person, and especially, I'm, I think you'd be fine if you were sober, but if you mix alcohol in there, it seems like you just like yeah. handle it. And Well, and you bring up a good point, and I think this is something else that I've learned, is there's a difference between wanting your friends to like them and wanting your friends to like them for you. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I feel like I have a very different taste <laughs> in men than my friends do. <laughs> Not physically, but just personality-wise. Like, I do need that, like, sassy, just, I'm going to give it right back to you person. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need to have a super intellectual conversation with you about the next election. Sorry, Kat. Um, but <laughs> obviously, like I want them to be intelligent. Yeah. But to me, it's just more about that healthy, competitive banter, and like I don't, I don't know. And that's not everybody's cup of tea, and that's fine. But as long as your friends can look at that person, and no, they might not want to date them, and hopefully they don't, because that could lead to a whole other set of issues. Yeah, a whole other um. 
but as long as they like them for you. And I think that's the other thing is, you know, you need to really ask your friends to be honest with you because after my ex-fiance and I broke up, a lot of people came out with, yeah, I never was really a fan of him. And I'm like, well, where were you three years ago Mm -hmm. with this opinion? And I understand, like, it's absolutely terrifying to tell one of your closest friends or just even a good friend, like, hey, I am not a fan or I just don't Mm -hmm. think this is the best match. But I think it's really important. Give your two cents. Yeah. Your friend can take it or leave it, and then you support them moving forward. You have to take it all with a grain of salt. That. Yeah, you have to take it with a grain of salt because nobody's actually in your relationship. And it, you're right. Like I, to this day, have a lot of love for him. I have so much respect for him. I truly wish him nothing but the best, and I hope he's happy. And I think there was a really long period of time where we were so good for each other, but I think that goodness ran its course. And like we were with each other for that amount of time for a very specific reason. I learned a lot. I really feel like he learned a lot about himself. Um, so I'm grateful for that. But yeah, at the end of the day, if I'm brutally honest with myself, had we got, we were supposed to get married this year, January. Had we gotten married, we a thousand percent would end up divorced. Yeah. You think so, so? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And not like you cheated, I cheated, like whatever. Just we're not, I don't know, we're not compatible in that sense. So that's like always that's I keep saying a can of worms but it is like you know we we grow up in this specific time frame where um everybody's like okay now it's time to get married and yeah like you're in this like you know a moving walkway from like one thing to the next yeah and it's interesting now because this is like another kind of like in transition into the 30s too because now I'm in this relationship where I'm just like I'm in a year in, right? But um, I think we have so much more to learn about each other. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. I think everybody's, I've kind of like driven by all my friends getting married and all of them are very, very happy. I think most of them are very happy <laughs> from what I'm seeing. Social media does a really I good don't job know. showing so, happiness. Social media does a really good job at yeah. it. Um, no, but like everybody seems good, but like it, it made sense. But I, at the same time, I mean, I I had a long journey for myself to meet somebody that I feel like is so much like I don't know. I can see my future with. Yeah. But um, I'm not rushing this, and I don't really care as much as I maybe would in my twenties if I was in the same spot I was at twenty six, twenty seven. Like I would be like, "Lori, oh, bitch, you're gonna put a ring on it or what?" Like, you yeah. know. But now I'm like, "No, no, no, please don't." Like, I just want to like live my life with you and have fun and like see where this goes. I think that's so important because. So I was with my ex for. God, it was like three and a half, four years before we even got engaged, and then I have a very dear friend who was with her now husband for nine months and they got engaged and got married all before I had even gotten a ring. And in my head, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you know, whatever. And she is very happily married. They have a beautiful baby girl. Like they're so happy and I'm so happy for them, but it helped me realize, you know, like you were saying in my twenties, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to be married at 26 and I'm going to have my first kid at 28 and my second kid at 30 and then we're going to adopt a dog and then I'm going to have like, no, like (laughs) fucking no. And I honestly would look back and tell myself like there's no set timeline and I understand 
it can be frustrating. Like I'm turning 34 next week and there's been times where I struggle with it and I'm like, I'm turning 34. Like I really need to start having realistic conversations with myself of, okay, like, can you be open to other family dynamic situations that you may not have thought about before? And not 34 is not old at all, but I'm very single. I'm not in a committed relationship. Like until Chris proposes, this is <laughs> just, I can't wait to, you know, online dating is finest, you know, <laughs> who knows what will happen with Rodolfo tomorrow. Who knows, who um, knows? But you can't put a timeline on something. And I mm-hmm. think just our society in general, we're so needing that instant satisfaction and like, well, we've been together for this long. So why hasn't this happened? We've like this person that happened at this time and this person happened at this time. And I think I'm finally becoming okay with not comparing my timeline to my friends, um, which I think is really hard to do when you're in your mid thirties and you're the minority of your friends and you're not, in a committed relationship you don't have children like and that's what you're surrounded by um but not not putting a timeline on it like you and frank i mean you guys are fucking adorable um or does it give me them no i'm kidding she does but when she does it's real but you know it's true like you have dated some people that i'm like oh fuck staff um, yeah, no. <laughs> but, like you and Frank are great, but the same thing. I'm not sitting here. I'm like, oh my god. So like, when is he gonna propose? When is this gonna happen? Like, when are you moving in together? Yeah. Um, I think you become more comfortable the older you get. With and honestly, like, I don't need a piece of paper. Like, I have you. You're in my life. I love you. You love me. We're committed to each other. Absolutely. And that's like a thing that's funny that you said that because like I talked to Megan about this, my friend, well, my best friend, Megan, BFF of the sponsorship <laughs> open, Megan, you can sponsor the podcast. <laughs> um, she is supposed to be getting married in December and she's obviously this whole pandemic thing we talked about earlier and I'm like, not sure if she's going to cancel it. <clears throat> yeah. And I was like, doesn't matter. I think it's about you and Pete. You... Yeah. Just to celebrating your love and we'll all like celebrate with you after like you know we'll maybe do a big party or whatnot but it doesn't really matter i mean that's that's the most important thing and i think that that's also where like, maybe that's the sp- stage i've got gotten to my life where i almost don't need the whole i mean hell i would love a big money actually but Maybe I can't afford it. <laughs> but I think like, you'd be okay. Just, like you'd be I'm okay, okay if you with just Frank and I. If I were to get married to you, Frank, I don't know. <laughs> I was getting married. <laughs> I think she just proposed. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I just I feel like I I I think it's like most important to realize um, that you and that person and yeah, I don't know, just celebrating yeah, what together is. I don't think so we thought that way in our twenties. I think in our twenties we were like. Oh my god, you're hot. Do my friends think you're hot? Like, if we have a wedding, I want to. I don't know. And I, social media wasn't huge when we were in our early twenties. It was not a big thing. No. So I think that has added a lot of pressure. You see all these like Instagram couples and whatever, and you're like, you, it's so easy to make the world think that you're so happy because no one's gonna post a picture of themselves hysterically crying. Mm-hmm. digging through a trash can of dog shit trying to find their car keys which 
<laughs> Heads up, listeners. That's what I did today. Hawkeye's running down the walking path, and I'm like, hysterically crying, literally digging through dog shit, trying to find my keys. And I'm like, Lauren, if you hit on this guy right now, you have hit a brand new low. <laughs> like, uh, I was terrified of myself, but anyway, yeah. I can't. I can't. <laughs> That's hilarious. You dug through the dog. I literally, like, I lost my house key. I couldn't get in my house. All right. Well, these are all really good things, Lauren. I think that you have a lot of of work to do. No. (laughs) You have a lot of things to do. No, no. I think uh, the reason why I wanted you to open up my first official episode was because I'm so honored, by the way. Thank you. Because you have just, like, an incredible journey and. I, um, I don't know. I think you came out and is it the word persevered? Persevered? Yeah. Persevering. Yeah. I think you, you came out and like you, you really walked to, um, a situation where you've never done online dating and yeah. you've always been in relationships prior to this and especially you haven't been like a five really relationship and then you were engaged and I find it so, so um, amazing that you were able to come out of this like such a positive light Thanks. and I, I was like I gotta get this bitch on here first <laughs> um yeah I hope I get invited back and I can update if I broke my second date curse or if I get engaged and move to South Florida or <laughs> if I Chris, who knows? <laughs> um no I am super pumped for you I'm pumped for the podcast um I think it's just good, like, listening to other people's experiences, and I'm a firm believer in, you know, you just got to keep going. Just keep going. Yeah, so. Uh, I agree with that. Um, okay, I have just, like, one, uh, well, a few more questions for you. Um, is this from your favorite listener? <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe. Okay. Okay, well, from, <laughs> is this from Francine? And Francine, Francis <laughs> Howard. <laughs> he, he was like, good luck, cat, finding me on fucking background. She doesn't know my name. <laughs> um, actually, Frank, I know your full name. You and do? Cat has already ran eight backgrounds. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. You. It's Howard Francis. My bad. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Listen, I know it's fine. He's going to do bad news like stuff. It's fine. Okay, so I'm just have a few blasted questions, but you can answer them. They're open ended at the same time. Okay, before we end this, what's the weirdest thing you have ever done on a date? Oh God. So not that I not that I've done. I think the weirdest thing I've done is literally told a guy I have to end the date because I have to pee so bad. I think that was (laughs) that was a really new low for me. Um, when I first, actually, yeah, when I first moved to Tampa, so I used to come up to Tampa to visit my best friend at the time and I met this guy out at a bar and we like, kept in contact. And then when I finally moved to Tampa, I was like, Hey, I'm in town. Like, let's go out. Mm-hmm. So we go out. He spent the entire date talking about how amazing Chick-fil-A is, what sauce is best to pair with what combo meal wow this is nice no maybe he got married chick-fil-a <laughs> would cater his wedding like <laughs> i mean that entire date went down a really dark hole that we can say that for another episode um but he ended up getting engaged like 
I don't know, two years later, he like proposed in this beautiful winery and not like, yes, I completely Instagram stalked him when I heard this happen, proposed in this beautiful winery. His fiance is a very beautiful girl. He was, uh, he was mixed. He was like black and Asian, really lovely looking man well, in the air force. Attractive. Yeah. He was very hot. Um, but all I kept thinking was <laughs> you dumb bitch, you're getting Chick-fil-A at your wedding. I mean, that'd be a great like post wedding, like everyone's leaving the reception, get your like, yeah. to go nuggets and fries on the way out. Mm, that would be so nice. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, the worst thing I've personally done is just been like, hey, like, we need to wrap this up. I really have to pee. Yeah. I, I feel like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think that's interesting. Well, okay. I keep going on tangents here, but I've listened to people talk about dating and they're like, I will end a date immediately and be like, I'm going to walk. Like, after maybe, let's just say 20 minutes. So, oh, like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, they will do that. Cat does that. That that happens so totally hard. I could never do that. Yeah, I can't either. I'm like, oh, I feel so bad for you. Let's sit here for eight hours. Hence my like, listen to your gut. Like, oh, this relationship is wrong for me. Let's drag it out for two more years. Yeah, I don't. Th- <laughs> <laughs> Five Fuck. years later. Five years later. No, no, I think it was good. You learned a lot about yourself. I did. You did. You did learn about a lot of things that you needed. Uh, yes. Yeah. Positive thing out of all that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that's why I wanted to do this like pot not <laughs> for, for Lauren's personal therapy session. Lauren's personal therapy session. <laughs> Thanks guys for participating. I think that it's like every relationship to like very much teaches you something. And yeah, I think I don't know. For the last relationship all- I was in, I really thought, oh, I wanted all that, but I actually realized I know I need somebody who can probably be a little bit more patient with me i'm a little yeah. i have a lot of anxiety i you know <laughs> i have a lot of anxiety oh my god i'm a mess um and that person couldn't handle it yeah. now my new like francois howard francois howard. <laughs> howard. oh my god why do i keep trying to do that i just can't want to do it <laughs> he, yeah he's so patient he's such a sweetheart yeah um okay one more question. Yeah. One more question. Okay. Have you ever sent a, someone a text you didn't mean to? Oh my God. A billion times. <laughs> and actually, oh God, I have done the like talking shit about someone and sent the text to the person I was talking shit about. I a thousand percent have done that. I had to own it. Um, but more recently, speaking of online dating, went out, got super, super drunk, came home, was having like an epic pity party, got onto my match account. And you know how when you're super tired on top of being super drunk, when you're holding your phone, you're definitely not very coordinated. <laughs> so it's like, one of those where you're like watching TV and it like falls on your face and you realize like, oh, I should go to bed. <laughs> so I'm on match. And my, this is one of the, one of the big reasons I don't like it is all the buttons are so close to each other. So like the dislike is literally right next to the super like button. And then there's just a regular like button. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently I super like someone. Wow. So I wake up the next morning and I have literally like eight messages from this guy. It's like, Oh my God. Hey, so glad we connected. 
I read this in your profile, blah, 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 blah. I like to do this. How do you feel about that? Da, 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 da. Like, sorry for being overwhelming. I just think you're so attractive. And like, I'm so surprised we match, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking surprised we match too. Like, <laughs> a bottle of tequila later. Like, sure, I thought you were like my perfect solo. But like, no, I think it, I meant to hit the dislike. But it, I have very large man hands. And I hit the super like. And then I felt bad because... I hate ghosting people. Like that is my biggest pet peeve. Don't ghost me. Just be like, Hey, I'm not feeling it. Best of luck. Yeah. Cool. I totally appreciate that. I fucking hate ghosting. Yeah. That so important not to ghost people. I think that is such a dick move. It is. Cause you would never do that at a bar. When are you mid car? Yeah. Let me just stop talking to you now. Okay. Done. messages and I'm like and I mean like not to toot my own horn but I'm definitely gonna toot my horn right now because I need it but this guy's so excited that we yeah. match that not only did we match but fucking match tells you that I super matched him oh that's so sad so he's oh. like oh Lauren super matched you and I'm like oh my god I literally have to tell this guy I was a drunk mm-hmm. hot mess last night <laughs> And I definitely hit the button accidentally when the phone fell on my face as I was falling asleep. Oh my gosh, poor so, guy. No, I messaged him and I was, I was, whatever. I was like, hey, you seem really cool. Like, I just don't think I'm up for this. I'm yeah. really sorry. Like, I wish you the best of luck. Mm-hmm. I mean, he never responded, which is respectable. Oh, I don't That's know. That's nice. I, yeah. But, yeah. You know what, though? That was very, very, like, classy of you to do. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I definitely sent the wrong person a text. Uh, I sent the wrong. Oh God, I hope my family doesn't listen to this. I sent the wrong person a um, photo. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Snapchat and Internet Forever holds a little piece of me. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely done that too. I have. I. I have very large hands, and that's why I blame it on my fingers are really big. You do have like really long I, fingers. I have no. I just have. It's, I have no, those hands. are fucking it's fine. long. That's like a big thing for me is hands. Yeah. You asked me what my type is. I need a guy with big hands because I have really big hands. I can see that being like yeah. an issue, honestly. And I have yeah. I have gone out on dates <laughs> with guys and <laughs> done hand comparisons and made them feel yeah. very insecure about themselves. Yeah. No. You need to have long hands, <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> So if you have big hands and you have a job and you don't have any DUIs, L Hensaker 16, slide right into my DMs. Slide right in, guys. Slide right in, fellas. Yeah. Frankie, you cannot slide in. <laughs> but your All friends right? can. But your friends can. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Cool. What do you think? We should close it up? Close uh, the deal? Yeah. This has been so fun. I'm so excited for all that's to come. Yeah. Thanks, Lauren. And cheers. This has been awesome. Yeah. I love you. And you are going to be – I can't wait to hear your and Chris's wedding story one day. 